Life Radio. Stories at the intersection of music and life. And welcome to another episode of Music Life Radio. I am your host, Dan Sauter. Music Life Radio is a free podcast available on your interwebs at musicliferadio.com and also available on iTunes for free. Music Life Radio features interviews and stories about and related to music. Today on the program, we feature the music of Kyle and Carl Pereira, two cousins originally from Malaysia. However, they moved to Phoenix, Arizona at an early age. They both found an interest in music and have been collaborating over the last five years with their own musical projects, influences from country to pop to rap. We talked to them about their backgrounds, being from Malaysia, some of their earlier memories about their family, their life, how they got interested in music, We hear some songs throughout the episode from their collaborations to date and share many stories. Sit back and enjoy another episode of Music Life Radio. This one entitled Take You Round the World, Carl and Kyle Pereira. Kyle and Carl Pereira, welcome to Music Life Radio. Thank you. It's good to be here. I know you were born in Malaysia, but talk about um, your experience over in Malaysia and uh, what kind of music, if you remember any. I know, Carl, you were only there for about a year, right? Yeah, I was I was born in Malaysia, but like you said, after a year, my, my dad got transferred over here to Phoenix, so uh, we moved pretty early. And uh, so I pretty much grew up in Phoenix. Um, uh, you know, I, I went to school here and everything, so I, I really consider myself an American at heart, but... Um, yeah, I was originally born in Malaysia. Now, do you do you travel back to Malaysia at all? Yeah, we used to go back every other summer, and so I experienced a lot of the culture there. And um, slowly, our family from my mom from our mom's side is coming down here. But there used to be a lot more of them over there, so we would have fun um, every summer and go go over there. Then it started to be every other summer as uh, you know the trips started getting more expensive. But uh, the most recently I've been there is 2011, and I'm probably going to go back there next year. Um, to visit my uncle over there, so definitely love Malaysia as a as far as like a vacation spot, but um, America to to establish my life. I'm I'm happy that that we came over here. Oh sure. So, uh, is there any kind of musical influences that you've taken away from Malaysia that you incorporate into your music? Um, honestly, the the as far as the top forty, it's pretty much the same as America when I go over there for the summer. So it's funny because like. You know, uh, even though we're in Malaysia, everything's like, <laughs> as far as there's a lot of Western influences over there. And um, Craig David is probably the biggest thing that I've picked up from Malaysia. He's a UK R&B artist, but he's not big in the US. Um, okay. But in Malaysia, he's really big there. So, you know, when I went over there, like when I was 12, I started to get heavily into Craig David songs. And, uh, and so that's probably the biggest influence as far as Malaysian music. But really, he's just a UK artist that was big in Malaysia and not in the U.S. All right, excellent. Hey, Kyle, what about you uh, growing up in Malaysia? So you were there till age eight. Do you have any uh, things that you remember culturally 
or anything else that you'd like to add? Yeah, it was pretty crazy. I mean, um, yeah, Carl moved at one, so there wasn't, you know, much of, like, you know, growing up, he grew up here, like you said, so there wasn't, like, you know, anything that I experienced a lot more, I feel like, growing up there. Um, you know, f everything was really a lot different than it is here cultural, culturally and, you know, just, like, honestly, everything in general, like, you know, school, the way the schooling system worked, you know, to just how people interact with each other. It was a big change coming from there to here. What was one of the biggest differences? I think, honestly, uh, for schooling, it was a lot more strict compared to here. I feel like here it's a lot more, um, the students are meant to be independent and, you know, learn as you go, kind of. Right. And so in Malaysia, it's like really, it's like, um, for example, I didn't do my homework one day and uh, my school was a two-story school and uh, I got my book thrown out of the second floor. <laughs> uh, wow, by the teacher? Yeah, by or the teacher. Or one of the admin? Yeah, wow. <laughs> they don't mess around there, huh? Yeah, and then I got the ruler a couple times too. <laughs> yeah. More than a couple times. but um, And then every school there has uniforms. There's no such thing as no uniforms. And actually, the other thing about schooling is that religion was um, heavily a part of it. But because um, Malaysia was a Muslim country, or is a Muslim country, it was heavily more on the Muslim side. So there was definitely like a separation, you know, because they had their prayers for a class. And everybody else who didn't or who was a Muslim walked up like seven flights of stairs to go to a class. But, I mean, I couldn't really complain because I, I didn't really have much say at that point. So... Sure. Now, you mentioned in one of your emails that you're a Catholic. Uh, did that play in, into why you moved over to the United States? Um, I mean, I would say a little bit uh, religious-wise, but, you know, me, uh, Carl, our whole family is really strong re or strong religiously. Like, Carl's brother is actually a priest. And so, um, you know, as much as we were definitely a minority there and we were probably picked on a lot, but, you know, there's a thing where it's like, you know, there's no you know, your religion is more important than anything anybody else has to say about it. You know, what you believe in is your choice. And so, yeah, it did play a part of it. But, um, you know, as far as if that was the main reason, I'd probably say no, because to be honest with you, I didn't really care what people said. I just, you know. So the, there wasn't really a, a feeling of persecution. No, there was. There, there was. Okay. <laughs> there was. Yeah, especially in the school system. It was, you know, really Muslim like you know friendly and then everybody else kind of just they threw him to the curb but uh i mean for me growing up that was a lifestyle like i didn't know any different and i didn't know any better and so i just felt like you know that was life you know like i never really like questioned why i was catholic like i was never like i wish i was something else but you know i was just like i guess this is just what it is you know what i mean sure so now why Phoenix? Why did the family decide Phoenix was the best location? Um, well, what actually happened was they had a lottery, kind of like the Powerball, except the winner gets uh, a green card, which is basically like a free ticket to come over here. Um, what happened was that we it was one in like a hundred thousand chance that we get it. And for some reason, you know, God bless this and me and my family got that opportunity. And we uh, decided Phoenix because Carl's family was here. So you know, it was like, uh, you know, coming to a family. So we had people around us and stuff and the transition would have been easier. So Carl, how did you end up in Phoenix to begin with? Uh, well, my dad, he actually worked for Motorola in Malaysia. And that was, um, I think they had a choice to either transfer to Australia or to America. And, and their um, 
hub, which is now a Freescale company now, but uh, was in Phoenix, Arizona. So that's pretty much how we ended up here. And he was on a work visa for a while, and then eventually just emigrated permanently. So yeah, uh, sponsored him. Now I know now that's like almost unheard of now with the state of our country, but. Um, I actually think his company sponsored him to to get a permanent residency to get the green card. Oh, great. Yeah. All right, so how did you guys start getting interested in music? So we'll go ahead and start with Carl. I, I've always been interested in music, and um, uh, ever since I was a little kid, I would you know, sing in the car pretty loudly, and, and even in the plane on the flights to Malaysia, and probably annoyed the passengers next to me. But uh, but <laughs> I've always loved singing, but I never really took it seriously till uh, after I graduated high school. And me and a buddy of mine, um, we started songwriting together and just for fun. And it kind of just grew from there. Like we started a band, we picked up some other musicians and then we were just playing cover songs and then we started writing our own songs. And that band was called The Escape and we played a few gigs out in here and we were all pretty pretty talented, but we, we never really practiced together. We would get together like half an hour before a show and <laughs> run through our set real quick. And that's kind of how it worked. But that's how I initially got into, into music. Then I... For Christmas, my parents got me this digital sound recorder, so I started I started recording music, uh, recording my originals, and started mixing. And started off pretty horribly, like because I didn't know how to mix songs at all. And and it's still a work in progress, but I think we've improved a lot. And that's kind of how the process of me getting into music was. Oh, great! How about you, Kyle? For me, it was two stories really. There's one of a cocky story, but um, <laughs> another one was well, okay, that story was kind of like I heard not really a friend of mine but acquaintance of mine and he was getting a little bit of a buzz and i heard him rapping on songs and stuff and i'm not going to use any names but you know i was kind of like if he can do it i can do it basically (laughs) (laughs) and um not to sound not to say that i'm like you know really good or anything but i just felt like you know i could give him a run for his money and so i started off you know doing stuff secretly actually on my own um, what really pushed me was when I got my first guitar, like a few years back, actually like a long time ago, um, Carl decided to pull out his guitar and then he started playing and that, and then like he said, he got an band and everything. And I was never the one for spotlight. I kind of just like to sit in the audience and watch, but he knew that I liked rapping. And so when he did get that mixer from his parents, he asked me to, you know, if we, I just wanted to record a cover of uh, the Black Eyed Peas, Where's the Love? And so I did. And from there, it turned into me actually um, performing with him at a show. And we did Let's Get It Started by the Black Eyed Peas. And that adrenaline and stuff like that made me, you know, want to not really pursue music at the time, but, you know, take it as a hobby and really start performing and, you know, being on stage and being in the limelight and whatnot. Excellent. So what kinds of songs was the escape? doing uh carl uh we were really heavily into uh into more like rockish music and that would that really wasn't because of my likings i've i've always liked country music really is like where my first love was and then i moved into you know pop and like r&b stuff and the rest of my band they like really liked rock music and so you know that's what i ended up doing even though i was the main singer i i was just so influenced by them and what they wanted to play that you know a lot of it was was more of like the rock type rock pop kind of music Okay, so both of you guys uh, started jamming together, and then when did you guys really decide you were really going to make a go at it with the music you're doing now? After we started recording the covers, we decided, you know, it'd be really cool if we could bring this onto, you know, a stage and bring it to shows. And so um, 
I started looking for people because he was still in the escape. And so I was looking for, you know, musicians and I pretty much, you know, came up with a band and I needed a lead singer. <clears throat> and at the time, I was actually really reluctant to ask him because I felt like it, we just weren't going to mesh together, like working together, I guess. Because I feel like we get along in most things, but at the time, music was not something we got along with. <laughs> and so um, I literally, I searched all over the place to find, you know, that right person that would fit in. And for some reason, the only person that would fit in was Carl. And so we were actually at my neighborhood pool and I brought up the idea and he jumped on it. And uh, we went from that, we went to the band for, you know, creative reasons and for other stuff, you know, the band didn't work out, but, you know, we decided not to stop, you know, pursuing music. And so uh, I feel like we came out with our own feel, something that both of us, you know, can enjoy and vibe to. And, um, you know, that's how we really started taking music seriously was just honestly based off a really bad recording of a cover from the Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> so now lay it out for us. Who does what as far as the songwriting, the singing and the instrumentation on your recordings? Carl does pretty much most of the work, to be honest with you. He does. He sings and uh, he works on almost the majority or the majority of the instrumentals we do have some friends that come out and help us with certain instruments in the songs but um he does most of the instrumentals as well as the singing um i rap obviously and then songwriting uh what's really cool about songwriting is that i feel like me and carl have really like grown to to know each other's music i guess really well so that if i was at school and i wrote a really cool you know rap verse i'd send it to him and if he liked it he could write a chorus just to you know to match it and so it's like songwriting we both do but it's not like we're always in the same room you know like we could be in you know different states and we'd still you know be able to write a song that we might like or not i mean <laughs> yeah sometimes it's hit or miss but um usually uh if we're in the both in the same room we'll try to come up with some catchy melody for the chorus uh, to hook the people, then Kyle, Kyle will come up with some really uh, uh, smart rap, um, you know, for the verses and stuff. So usually that's how it works. And then, uh, like Kyle said, I, I do a lot of the guitar work. Uh, I'm a rhythm guitarist. That was that's what I did in the band. Um, simple solos. If if I need any complex solos, I'll call other people in. And uh, usually for the bass line, we call uh, some of our friends in. And and I don't play the piano. I wish I did, but we also call people in for that. So. Um, We'll come up with the concept and then we'll just grab uh, whoever we can to play these on the records. Let's take a break and listen to a song from Kyle and Carl right now. This one's called To the Future. I am where I want to be now I can finally say 
Dreams, it's all I'm really after Changing all the lives of the people that I'm after Stop, understand, this is all part of the plan Rock every stage we go to just because we know that we can You ain't never gonna say that we're not on top You know we're gonna tear this whole thing up From the east to the west, one love, what's up? Trying to bring us down, well hey, good luck Cause we're living in the fast lane, never looking back We'll send you postcards from the city that we're at Getting all the fame cause we'll look at the future Big picture, small world, hey girl, nice to meet ya On journey, never looking back mixing and oh yeah, yeah yeah he does do all the mixing and everything techie because i have no idea what's going on with that what, what are you using a computer or a, a hardware device for a recording yeah for so for my um recording interface i use a zoom r16 which i which is what my parents got me which is awesome because you know you can have eight inputs going in at once and up to 16 tracks and we can take that you know if we need to go record drums or some somewhere else it's a portable recording device so that's nice then we can just dump the files on the computer uh, but now we mostly use it as just like a recording interface with our, uh, we use Studio One to mix in. Um, so it's just in our room and, you know, that's what we do. Yeah. We also use uh, Magic's Music Maker, which we were laughed at for using. Oh, yeah. um, but it's worked so far, so we're going to keep using that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, whatever works. I mean, I've I've been using Pro Tools in both the podcast recording and the for my band recording, um, but it's super complex. Right. And uh, I wouldn't recommend it to anybody to, to get into it. <laughs> yeah, really. It's like it doesn't. It, it comes down to it doesn't matter what you're using as long as you feel comfortable with what the, what you're using. Exactly. So, like, Kyle, tell me about what your influences are as far as this current project. Anyway, Carl mentioned uh, country and pop. Yeah. Uh, what, are, what are yours? Man, I'm all over the place, honestly. If you if you show me an artist who shows who you know has talent, I'm gonna like them no matter what genre. You know, like for I'm I've influences from all genres. You know, you talk about country, you have Keith Urban, Kenny Chesney, Brad Paisley, the band Perry, all all these different Hunter Hayes uh, for country, and then you look at you know um, pop. You have people like. Well, all over the place, pop, really. Uh, and then you look at R&B, and you have, like, you know, old school Usher. You have Craig David. You have um, Mario. You know, all of these guys, Miguel. All these people, you know. And then, but for me, obviously, since I'm a rapper, I do. I'm a little bit biased to uh, hip hop. And for me, you know, I really like Eminem as one of an older artist because not not because I really do what he does because you know I don't curse or you know make anything really that 
graphic. But, um, you know, I just like how his songs are, you know, most of them are really personal to him. And it feels like, you know, you're going through a timeline of his life, you know, listening to his songs. So I like to take out like, you know, I, or I like to make my songs as personal as possible um, when I write my raps. And the one person that's really inspired me recently is um, a guy named Jake Miller, who um, turned down a college scholarship, actually, in order to pursue music. And now he's doing big things. And, you know, I'm not telling people to go turn down scholarships, but, you know, it shows that if your heart is in something and you work hard to do it, you're going to come out with a result, you know. And so Jake Miller, not only is he a great rapper, great musician, he's also um, really down to earth as a person. And I was lucky enough to see him in concert, which was, you know, amazing to see like your idol, like you really close to you and stuff. It was it was great. So for me, I would say all different genres really have something you know, unique to give to music. But for me, it'd be Eminem and Jake Miller is my top two. So, uh, Carl, do you have any other influence that you'd like to talk about? Um, really, my, my biggest uh, influence as far as getting started into guitar would probably be Keith Urban, um, just because he's just an awesome guitarist. And I was really digging his uh, country music when he came out with, the, I think it's called the Golden Road album. I started really liking his music. As far as uh, R&B, Usher, and, and Craig David, I like to draw back on those as far as like a lot of mixing stuff because I like Mars. oh and Bruno Mars Bruno yeah Mars. he's pretty cool too <laughs> right now he's he's the big thing but uh but a lot of Craig David's especially his um slicker than your average album as far as mixing goes he uses a lot of cool like percussion in his records so I like to look, kind of look at that as inspiration for mixing and stuff like that so what are you guys hoping to achieve with your music the sky's the limit for us to be honest with you <laughs> you know I think we've always had a passion for music. Uh, I took a lot longer to really start showing it, but um, I think we both do have a passion for music, and as far as you know, we can go with it is what we're willing to go. You know, and music is is special because you know people like Kyle was telling me the other day, like people in China are singing English songs, people in Germany are singing English songs, like they may not even, you know, fully understand what the meaning of the song is, but these melodies can really you know transfer a kind of emotion uh, to whoever's listening to it, but where I want to go is just to get to a venue where we can send out a good message, a positive message with our music. Um, cause there is a lot of evil and negativity in the world and, uh, it's easy to focus on that and, and, uh, bring you down a lot. But, um, I think music is the kind of universal language that kind of bring posit- positivity and cross, um, cultural barriers as well. Well, that gets right into my next question. You just started answering it. Maybe the, you have some other stuff to add to it, but what does music mean to you? And uh, you can go ahead and continue. Uh, yeah, music, I mean, it's, it's so special because, I mean, all art forms like movies and movies and music and, you know, live Broadway stuff, it, it kind of like lets you escape from your day-to-day world or even get transported into somebody else's life or somebody else's emotion. Um, you know, there's a lot of breakup songs for a reason because, I mean, there's a lot of hurt during, you know, that kind of stage of life and, and, and just music seems to uh, help mend those problems. But also, in, in the other spectrum, it can bring a lot of joy to people's lives. If, uh, it's funny how a chord or a certain chord or a certain chord progression can just transfer an emotion to, to anybody that listens to it. So I think music um, is really just like a transfer of emotion to me. And if we can, you know, create positivity to that, that's, I think, what we're trying to do. What about you, Kyle? What does music mean to you? I mean, for me, honestly, it's just a way to write down everything I feel that I may not it may not be smart to tell people how I actually feel. <laughs> um, you know, like, I have notebooks on notebooks of um, 
raps that I just write or songs that I write, you know, just about little things that's happened through my day. You know, I'm a teenage, I'm 17, so most of my songs are about girls. Um, but, you know, there is all other stuff, you know, about people telling you that you're not going to make it. And, you know, that's just motivates you and, you know, gets you more pumped to, you know, do what you want to do. And there are different, there are different, you know, um, subjects as to what I write about. But basically music is just a way for me to express my feelings in a, in a way that people will be able to listen and be like, oh man, you know, I went through that too. You know, it's nice to know that someone else understands what I'm feeling, you know? So like Carl said, it's basically just to give off a positive vibe, but also, you know, let people know that no matter what you're going through, there are people out there that's going through the same thing. And, you know, if you, if you pray and, you know, work hard and stuff, it's just going to get better from there. All right. Very good. So talk about some of the gigs you've had and have you had a feeling of like you've made a difference or influenced somebody through your music already? Well, we have, we've had a broad range of, you know, shows we've had performing for like my family to <laughs> performing for a thousand people actually. So, um, we performed, we started off, you know, performing at small gigs at church carnivals and, um, and stuff like that, where it's like, you know, 20, 30 people. And I remember I was in a bathroom stall about to puke performing for 20 people. And like half of that was my family. So it was like, you know, to see how, far, <laughs> you know, it I've come since then, which is not very far, but still it's, you know, nice to see um, the progress I've made. And um, so we started off performing at small places for about 10, 20 people. Um, and we were actually given the opportunity to perform at the Awatuki Relay for Life. Which was which was for a thousand people, and you know, I think that was that for me. That was my positive, you know, vibe that I gave off was when you know to see everybody. Or I don't really think I gave off the positive vibe. I think a positive vibe hit me was to see how many people came together in just like one area for one amazing cause. You know, a thousand people showed up, and that was just to listen to us. You know, there, there's all over, there's all over like people that were still in their tents, you know, there's still people like, you know, doing their own thing, walking the, you know, things. So they weren't asked to come to listen to us, but you know, they decided to, you know, give us a chance and actually come listen to us. And so it was really nice to see that people were getting together for, you know, cancer and all that people put into one football field, uh, at my school was, you know, I felt like I was honored to be a part of it. You know what I mean? So yeah, so that that uh, really for life where we played for a thousand people, uh, at least there's a, at least a thousand people there. Um, we originally thought we were playing for relay for life, like during the uh, band section, which you know is just the pump up kind of section of the um, of the whole relay for life program. But we they actually asked us to play during the candlelight ceremony, which is kind of like an emotional experience for a lot of people. So we picked a song. Uh, we actually covered. Um, one at a time. One at a time by Travi McCoy, which is a uh, is a song that kind of tells you how to make a difference and how you can just start by making a difference one person at a time and how that that small difference actually makes a big difference in the in the large picture. So I think that that was the perfect song for us to perform during the candlelit ceremony, and um, so that was just a very emotional experience overall. Here's another song by Kyle and Carl, this one entitled, I Should Be Yours. On the first day, she sat in the back of the 
the class, notes out, summer's done, and I head ready to pass, never joined in, in the talking, all the whispers, just focus on the words coming out of the teacher, me on the other hand, I focused on my raps that I wrote in my book that was supposed to be for class, kicked out a couple times, but I really didn't care, recorded what I wrote when the teacher wasn't there, but she was really different, she caught my eye, cropped up with the skirt, she was looking so fine, a model of a poster, but I'm losing my composure, sweaty palms are beating fast when she gets closer, should I take a chance, or should I lay back, play the defense, or go on the attack, but later in the year, I got to know her more And you better bet yourself She had a lot in store I should be yours Love is in the air Breathe wild can Oh, I was too scared To lose a friend Oh, I should be yours Forget about your paws Look around at me I'll show you can lie I'd be girl Girls were not the bad to be ashamed, but the fun type of girl. She had a rough life, but she never really showed it. Just walked into a room with a smile like she owned it. Fast forward a couple weeks, we got to talking and the texting. Next thing you know, sitting behind me every lesson. I was too damn shy to tell you how I really felt. All she really had to do was say my name and I would melt. Even on my bad days, she always made me smile. Everybody knew I liked her, but I was always in denial. Deep down, I thought she was a dime. And I would do anything just to get to call her mine. But I never ever thought that I'd get a second chance. But I think it's time that I get a second chance. Can't stop thinking about you. Got my head going round. J-Pop is right, girl, you always stand out in the crowd I should be yours Love is in the air, breathe wild, can't oh, I was too scared to lose a friend Oh, I should be yours Forget about your pawns, look around with me I sure you can't lie, I to be girl highlights from any other gigs yeah um we actually were contacted by a scout from sony to um perform at a sony showcase in front of some vps some scouts and you know other people high in authority and so um we were actually asked to perform there and it was it was honestly awesome to see you know all these people that were so talented you know and to be actually asked to perform with them was an honor first of all and then secondly you know it was just awesome to be recognized you know like after all that work as much as you know some people might just be like oh it's a showcase whatever but no matter what you you're still recognized and it's really nice to you know be recognized for something that you love and something that you've been working hard to do yeah that's great now when did that happen that was pretty recent wasn't it yeah it was like a month or two ago I would say. What was it, August? Yeah, I think it was in August. Yeah, 
Um, so basically what happened with that was, um, <coughs> I, I enrolled us. They called us back, said they liked our music. Uh, they like us to come out. And so we did go out. It, it was honestly, it was awesome to just see everybody there. You know, it was like a great music environment. Everybody was there to show off their skills. They had their fans there. You know, the place was packed. It was awesome. And, um, Although we did not win, we came close to winning, but we did not win. But what happened was, you know, as much as we didn't win, we did gain a lot of recognition, I guess, in a way, because there were a lot of musicians that did approach us and say, hey, you know, if you want to work together, you know, let me know. Here's my number. Uh, we did gain a lot of contacts for the future as well with, you know, high end people, which is awesome as well. So for not winning, I feel like we gained a lot that night. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's a great experience. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you, Kyle, are you still in high school? Did you just start your senior year or did you, are you now in college? Yeah. Um, I started my senior year. I still got one more year to go. <laughs> okay. But then you plan on getting into sound engineering classes in, in college. Yep. That's what I'm aiming yeah. for. It's, um, you know, as much as, as much as school is important, I do want to incorporate music and in everything I can. And I feel like sound engineering would be the best thing for both me and Carl right now. If I took that class in order to, you know, uh, hopefully take our music to the next level as well with stuff I learned. And Carl, you're out of school, right? You're a, what do you do? Yeah, I graduated in 2011, um, from ASU with an aviation degree. And, um, I spent a lot of my time and, and a lot of my money, unfortunately, uh, working towards uh, becoming a professional pilot. And so I actually just um, uh, recently got my instrument rating and multi-engine rating uh, flying. But the, the government just put a new regulation in at 1,500 hours is the requirement now to fly commercially. So at that point, I was like, oh, man, that's going to take me forever to get those hours. So um, I actually stopped flight school and, uh, I'm, and I'm holding a few part-time jobs right now and and kind of doing this, you know, on the side. And so right now I'm actually teaching a couple after-school programs. There's a company that asked me to write like a songwriting curriculum. So I'm actually pretty, pretty excited about that, about incorporating, you know, my musical uh, knowledge with some younger kids that might be excited to like songwrite and record. And hopefully we can get that class up and running. So, and I also work part-time at my church. So between all of that, that's kind of what I'm doing right now. Yeah, I'll keep you busy. Uh, what other kinds of interests do you guys have outside of music? Uh, for me, uh, like I said, I, I was working towards my um, pilot's degree, but I still fly for fun recreationally. It's kind of an expensive hobby, so I don't do it too, too often, but, uh, <laughs> but I do like to fly for fun. Um, I also played varsity golf in high school, so golf is, is always a fun hobby for me. And then, and then music, obviously, so that's pretty, my, pretty much my three main things for me. Here's Kyle. For me, if not music, I'm with sports. You know, I don't, I don't care what I'm playing. I just want to play uh, basketball, football, soccer. Soccer is my main thing. I've been playing since I was eight. So soccer definitely will be on top of the list for sports. But then there's also basketball. There's football, really handball. You know, there's really any sport that badminton. Oh, man, <laughs> I recently got into that. So intense. <laughs> um, anything, tennis, anything, volleyball. Oh, man, I can go on. If it's me and Kyle versing each other, then we'll play anything just to beat each other. <laughs> Try to beat oh, man. Yeah, he started a fight with me on a basketball court just because he was losing. It was really bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, like he pushed me into a pole and everything. It was no, ridiculous. It, no, no, no don't try it. Nope, bad. stop. <laughs> but, you know, for me, sports definitely. I like hang definitely hanging out with friends. Uh, spending time with the family is really important with for me. Because um, we do have, like me and Carla cousins, but we also have uh, four others that 
are living near us five, 10 minutes here uh, away from us. And so, you know, we definitely try to incorporate uh, family time as much as possible. And, you know, hanging out with friends, you know, going to parties. I really like girls. So I try to hang out <laughs> with girls. I don't know, man. It's just I'm a normal teenage boy, you know, tr- just <laughs> trying to cope with school and having a social life as well as focusing on, you know, what I love to do, which is music. So what's the craziest story you have to tell us? It can be about anything. Uh, it doesn't have to be music related. Oh. Just something that you'd like to share with people. Oh gosh, that's that's hard because we have a big family. So, oh man. Um. Well, again, something that you feel comfortable sharing. <laughs> oh man, you know I'm not an open book. I'll tell you everything. <laughs> there, there's like little small things that's gone on going on like with my family. Like when we were kids, me, Carl, and like our whole family in Malaysia used to pretend we were Wolverine character or X Men characters, and we run around with really no purpose of the game, but we just run around calling ourselves by our character names. Not really too crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was crazy if you were there. It was pretty intense. <laughs> but, well, recently, you know, my brother, uh, Kyle said my brother uh, became, or is a priest, and he actually got ordained uh, in June. And we had, I mean, family from, we had so much family members come down from Malaysia. And, like, it wasn't even funny. We were, like, trying to pack one house with, like, 25 people just to, you know, for these get-togethers. So I think, like, just during that whole time that, you know, Kurt was getting ordained and uh, I was in the middle of getting my instrument license, it was just a whole bunch of craziness, a whole bunch of, like, family experiences. So I think that was pretty, I mean, that's pretty crazy, but I I just can't think of anything really too crazy at the moment. I mean, like, we don't want to get in any legal trouble. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I think for me, honestly, crazy is just the road I had in high school. You know, it's like, I think a lot of people underestimate, you know, what, from you know from your freshman sophomore junior senior year like the experiences you learn and a lot of stuff you learn you know throughout and i feel like you know a lot of people kind of overlook that as you know it's just kids going to school but you know after school there are a lot of stuff you got to deal with you know um you know um who you hang out with you know who you choose to associate yourself with i think i think life's crazy man you know life's just a crazy roller coaster ride <laughs> and um High school just adds on to it, and I'm sure college will. But um, I did a lot of crazy stuff as kid, as a kid. But that's just normal for kids, I guess. So I don't think really anything too crazy recently. What else would you like to share with people about your music? I do want to say that it is very. Um, I wouldn't say family oriented, but it's just really like there's no cursing. There's no. Yeah, it's family friendly. I guess. Um, you know, I don't think I don't think older people will want to just come sit down and listen to us you know rap but i definitely think that you know we don't have cursing or anything it's not something you're going to hear in the radio rap wise i think i think we bring a unique um feel to it because we try to do everything um with real instrumentals so it's not really electronic um as as much as you know that's great and all but we just try to bring a different feel to it and so i feel like uh we're just bringing a unique kind of sound to what music is like you know when gym class heroes first came out everybody was like whoa you know like hip-hop um urban kind of like hip-hop with with real instrumentals that's crazy you know like real instruments and stuff and so i think that um actually they were one of our big influences as well because uh we do keep our music our instruments you know we have real instruments we try to stay away from the electronic feel um basically because we don't know how to do that yet but (laughs) yeah i think I think what separates us from normal like rappers is that we just really love uh, like you know instruments, guitars. Uh, we just love 
the the live band kind of feel to our music and also um uh we're one of the few like i don't know rappers that enjoy doing acoustic sets because during the sony showcase we were the only ones that pulled out a guitar and just did a straight up acoustic rap song so i think that was kind of special and so i think that's really just what separates us and we have a love of melody so we we try to incorporate a lot of like uh just melodies like um focus on the melodies during our our music and also varying up the rhythm of kyle's rapping and so forth actually the one thing i also want to say with that is that as far as my raps go is i try to keep it as personal as possible like you know yeah a lot of songs will be about girls but that's because you know i'm a teenage boy it's just you know experiences i experience is what i want to put on my music i don't want to there's a lot of people that will say yeah my music is you know about me and it's really personal but then you hear them you know rap about the stereotypical things that you hear on the radio that you hear that every other rapper is doing you know so we definitely try to keep our songs as personal as possible so that when you listen to our songs you not only can sit down and vibe with it on a personal level but you also get to know who we are as people now where can people go to learn more about your music and to hear samples and stuff all right so we have all the social networking covered i think <laughs> so you can go on facebook.com our page is called kyle and carl music and then you can go on Twitter. You can follow us at Kyle Carl Music. We couldn't fit the "and" in there because they cut us off. <laughs> you can go to SoundCloud at official underscore Kyle and Carl Music. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at Kyle and Carl Music. Um, we're in the works of. Oh yeah, and Carl's actually um, learning how to make websites and stuff. So we're in the works of, hopefully, putting a really good one up soon. But if it's not good, we know who to blame for that one. <laughs> Very good. So what is next for you guys? What what are your uh, immediate goals? Are you, I mean, are you working on some new recordings? What what's the, what yeah, plans do you have you know, for us? For us, we feel like there's never uh, too much songs. You know, like as as many songs as we can get out, it's great. But like I said, we do want to make sure it's personal. So we're not going to just release any song. You know, it has to be something that we both listen to and we like and we feel like everybody else will like. Um, but for us, you know, we have an interview tomorrow as well. We're looking for shows, you know, everything is just to start building up momentum, start building up a buzz, you know, hopefully get, get our name thrown out there for uh, a couple big shows, you know, and so hopefully um, we get recognized more, I guess, is my thing. Yeah, we got a few good people like uh, working to try to promote it, so hopefully something will come, like a buzz will come around soon, but also what I want to say is that our music, we actually just finished recording yesterday and it was actually an old escape song that I did with my band. It's it's more of a rock feel and we, we brought in Kyle for a, a rap kind of like bridge kind of section for the song. Um, but every time we hear a song that we like, we're like, hey, you know, maybe we should write a song like that. So there's a lot of different kind of feels to our song. We have, I think any song that you listen to ours is there's there's a distinct difference to it i don't think we really have a song that sounds the same like twice so far but you know we never know <laughs> in the future but well is there anything else you guys want to share before we wrap it up um you know crazy actually reminds me of the story i have uh back in the day as a youth i did i used to like to perform music like all the time that was when i i went through the phase where i liked being in the spotlight then i didn't and then now I do again. But um, as a kid, I used to have these like 15, 20 minute set shows that I'd like force my family to come watch because we had like 12, 13 people staying in one house. And so um, it was really easy to force people to come listen to this. So what I do is like, this was when I was probably like three or four, 
I, I, you know, use pencil and markers and stuff and make little posters and, and little flyers and everything and stick it around my house as if I couldn't just tell them, but I stick it around my house and be like, Oh, make sure you're coming to this. Make sure you come in, make sure you're coming to this. It's going to be so great. And like, I just stand in my living room uh, with this guitar that I didn't know how to play. And I just sing and perform and my family would just be like, Yay, good job. <laughs> and, and I just keep going for like a good, like, half hour i do songs from like disney channel that i really liked you know um boy bands was a big influence for me uh when i was young so a lot of boy bands and i try to you know do their moves and be like justin timberlake and and all these different people but you know it was easily like known that i failed a lot at those but i think the cuteness affected it and so people <laughs> cheered for me <laughs> well that was another thing i was gonna ask do you guys do any kind of dance or performance or is it strictly music i mean carl has been known to be the michael jackson of our family <laughs> but um no carl does dance uh actually a lot of people that know us usually request for him to dance to billy jean uh he he dances i was born with two left feet so i i don't I, partake in dancing but uh he does he does dance michael jackson anything really he's he's a big dancer dude but i'm more of a two left feet not going to prom because i'm not dancing oh yeah even for the sony showcase we busted out or he busted out some moves uh as like an intro to our thing and people went crazy for that so that's like a secret weapon we have there you go <laughs> all right guys any carl do you got any last uh um, no, we just really want to thank you, Dan, for uh, giving us the opportunity to, to be on this. Yeah, we really want to thank you because uh, we are trying to get our name out there and hopefully um, people that get exposed to our music will, will relate to it and like it. So we really want to thank you um, for having us on. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, guys. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Dan. Bye. We're going to take you out here with one called Take You Round the World by Kyle and Carl.
keep you warm, that's all I want in life Jump in on all the couches, tell everybody how much I love you Never let you shed a tear, cause I'ma do what I'm supposed to Listen girl, when I tell you that you are my all Ring, ring, don't hesitate, I'll be there whenever you call Go ahead and check out their Facebook, Reverb Nation, Twitter, Instagram websites. All that information is posted on the Music Live Radio podcast website. Thanks again for checking out Music Live Radio. I'm your host, Dan Sauter, and we'll check you out next time.